0: Welcome to Let's After God's official podcast channel. If you are adamant on improving your work with God and ways, this is the podcast channel for you. Join me, Blessing Mashirani, your host, as we discuss issues which matter on this Christian journey. Be blessed. What is up, everybody? It's your boy, Blessing, and welcome to another episode of Let's After God's official podcast. Wow. What a week this has been ever since our last episode dropped. So much has been happening in the world, and so much has been happening even in my life personally. To those who do not know or have not heard, I recently lost my granddad. My granddad was 98 years old, and he loved the Lord with a passion. So we know that, like the Apostle Paul says, for me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. We know that he has gained. He is now in his eternal rest and we would love just to thank the Lord for the life he has lived and the legacy that he has left behind. Thank you to everyone who has been forwarding their condolences and messages of hope and, you know, we, we are really comforted as a family it really means so much to me and my family and we appreciate each and every one of you guys thank you to everyone who has been supporting let after god you know following us on social media who have been shouting us out it really means so much to us and we would love to just say thank you basically and let us continue pursuing god together and let us continue growing together as we as we attempt to be the best versions of ourselves So, I mentioned that a lot has been happening even in the world. We have seen the unrest that has been happening due to the racial tension that is still very much alive in the USA in particular. And even in Africa, even in South Africa, we are still being victimized. We are still being killed as black men. We are still being killed as black women. And um, it's, it's basically because of our skin color. It's really sad that we have to experience such even in 2020. It's sad that 25 years later, we still have issues such as racism. So I would just love to send my condolences to George Floyd's family and even to all the families in our country uh, who have lost their lives ever since the lockdown started due to police brutality it's so sad that we have to put up with such things so i am sending love light and prayers to each and everyone and we hope that god will be your healer and god will be your comfort during this tough period that's not what i'm going to be talking about today we're not going to be talking about racism or anything like that Today, we're going to be talking about mental health from a Christian perspective. Mental health from a Christian perspective. In particular, I want us to talk about depression. You know, depression is something that a lot of us have misunderstood, especially the Christian community. And um, I actually asked a friend of mine. I call her Teba She is a mighty woman of God. She's the founder of Girls with Swords Movement. If you do not know about Girls with Swords movement, just open your Instagram and search for Girls with Swords. Uh, It is spelled G-A-L-S with Swords. Girls with Swords. She is such a wonderful writer and content curator. She speaks about godly living as a young woman. And she even has a blog. She's a blogger. Her blog is called New Wine Blog so do check it out and i asked her this question i asked her what does she think of the stance of us as christians or the church when it comes to mental health does she like does she think that mental health and depression and things like depression should be mentioned more in church corners so well this is what she had to say just listen up and be blessed
1: I believe there is an awakening going on in the church today and I also believe that now more than ever the church is rising up and the church is taking its position in its mandate these topics I mean topics such as mental health and many other related topics they were taboo in the church but it was these topics that became silent killers not only physically but also spiritually and they led people to finding other coping mechanisms outside of the church. I believe we have the answers as the church and I also believe we have the healing power but the church needs to recognize its power and its authority. When these issues, issues such as mental health and many other, when they are addressed in love, not judgment, and when they are tackled with wisdom, it creates an opportunity for them to be brought forth into the light and to be dealt with accordingly. But if we, we as the church, if we still attach stigma to the challenges faced by many of our people, We are running the risk of pushing them further and further away into the dark and allowing the enemy to take territory that does not belong to him. In my opinion, there is no better place to discuss mental health issues than in the church. I mean, the Bible is very intentional and very specific about the importance of taking care of the mind. And God has also given us the tools we need to fight The battles that are taking place in our minds. So then my question is why? Why aren't we addressing these issues in our churches? Why are are our people dying alone secretly? Why are people afraid and ashamed to bring to light their personal struggles within the church? Why is it that they have to go seek help secretly elsewhere? Why is it that many are taking their medication in secret. Why? Why is it that many resort to other alternatives? Can we wake up as the church?
0: Boy, oh boy. My friend, Shaw gave us so much to ponder upon. Wow, we really do need to be talking about such topics. We really need to be destigmatizing topics such as mental health and depression in our circles as Christians, we need to be reaching out to people who might be depressed amongst us instead of demonizing them and just thinking that they are being used by the devil. It I know I'm saying it and it sounds so far-fetched, but this is actually what is happening. We need to be, you know, embracing one another and helping each other even come out of our shells and speak about such issues Thank you so much, Tibatiba. Like I said, this friend of mine is a mighty woman of God, and I I know that she's gonna be a big, big deal one day. So let us start with our topic: depression. Have you been depressed before or have you known someone who has been depressed? So just to understand depression, we're gonna start off by defining depression. I always like defining the terms that I talk about. What is depression? What exactly is depression? Well, depression can be defined as the pers- pers- persistent feeling of sadness de- or dejection and a loss of interest in normal daily activities. You know, I know we experience sadness on the day on a daily basis, but like like this different definition said if it's persistent when you wake up every day and you're just feeling sad and you're just feeling hopeless and you're just feeling like everything is everything is just going wrong in your life and you lose interest in things that matter to you some people bunk classes because they just feel like it's not worth it some people find themselves missing work, going to work late because they've lost interest in pursuing their goals. It's because of a state of depression. And by the way, I'm not saying that you should self-diagnose yourself and say, oh, because that, because what I'm feeling meets the definition, then obviously I'm depressed. If you feel that maybe you might be depressed, I encourage you to go seek professional help so that they help you. This is something that is very close to my heart because I personally underwent this and it was something that I felt felt so embarrassed and ashamed to talk to people about. But getting help was something that literally saved my life because if I didn't get help, I do not even know where I would have been. So let us talk about the symptoms associated with depression this may or can include ch- changes in sleep patterns well for some it will be insomnia where they struggle to sleep at night because their minds will be r- racing with thought with thoughts usually sad thoughts or usually th- thoughts which just overwhelm them some it might be characterized with hypersomnia where you just feel like sleeping all the time, and the person will definitely can definitely sleep for even twelve hours of a day, in a go. You know, if you find yourself experiencing such changes in your sleeping patterns, usually that's not a good sign, and it's something that you need to be looking looking after. Another thing it's changes in appetite, where someone you you don't eat as much as you used to. Or maybe you start eating so much because it's a coping mechanism which makes you feel better for that temporary time. You feel like maybe if I eat a lot, then I will I will not worry that much. Or maybe if I eat a lot, I won't I won't feel sad anymore. And another sign or symptom can be lethargic energy levels where you find yourself being fatigued all the time. You just find yourself disinterested you know you you rather not like yeah you you don't have any interest in even leaving your close space you know you rather be in one area or one space all the time you just feel tired all the time and that goes back to what we said about hypersomnia or sleeping a lot because you just feel tired all the time And another symptom can be a lack of concentration. This one applies to people who are working or uh, in the workplace or even in school where you find yourself, you you can't even have a clear mind where you can concentrate on your work. You just find yourself every time overwhelmed with so much thoughts that you can't even concentrate on things you need to be concentrating on. This is not something that I... I I would say you should say okay if I struggle to concentrate, then definitely I'm depressed. But it's it's usually one of the symptoms that signify a crack in the wall. So definitely think t- t- tell tell someone about it if you are experiencing such symptoms. Do tell someone about it. And the final symptom that I'm gonna mention is changes in self esteem. Sometimes you find that you used to be this confident, outspoken person and now you are just this dejected, downcast person who can't even conjure up the courage to make new friends. you rather be in your shell, in your cocoon all the time. You just allow opportunities such as job interviews pass you by because you, you feel like you cannot or or... And unable to speak to people or even put yourself out there. And I know we are not all, all extroverts or all very confident. But with depression, depression makes you feel like it, it, it makes you question your self-worth. So, this is something that if you experience it, consider talking to someone about it. This is the purpose of this episode. That if you are feeling if you suspect that you are depressed or are feeling some sort of way that you do not understand do not suffer in silence talk to somebody so another question that we are failing to answer most of the time is the question of what causes depression you know a lot of people are unsure about the exact causes in depression of depression so I'm just going to uh try and mention a few causes or possible causes for depression. Well, depression can be sometimes uh, a matter of genetics. Well, genetics goes back to the DNA and um how how you are how you are born basically. Uh the the the, the brain chemistry levels are not alike in all of us and some of us It can be something that's hereditary, you know, um, where especially when you reach a certain age, you start feeling a certain way. That's why it's always important to speak to professionals about things like this so that you can get the help that's appropriate. Another cause of depression can be a brain chemistry imbalance when sometimes, yeah, you can't help it, but your brain just has this hormonal imbalances which make you feel a certain way. Some, it makes them feel dejected and it makes them feel sad. Some, it makes them feel in a way that is very much out of their character. That's something that you should consider talking to someone about. Um, Another thing that can cause depression that people often overlook is poor nutrition. You know, if you're not having a balanced diet, that obviously will cause those chemistry imbalances that we talked about, and when you experience those chemistry imbalance imbalances, then you start feeling those feelings of you know lethargicness, lack of concentration, you're changing your self esteem and everything else so a good good and balanced diet is something that we should always we should always uh, have as a priority and another thing is the physical health issue. When 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 we meet things like sickness and someone has a chronic, common uh, chronic illness, that can cause depression. Just knowing that oh my god I might die from this or oh my god, when am I gonna get well? When am I going to experience healing? That may cause this feeling of hopelessness, and disinterest in us. So, it's not always a, a thing, you know, which is mental. Sometimes it can be physical, something that's physical that's making you feel a certain way. And another thing is drugs. Drugs doesn't mean um those drugs that people buy on the streets and uh, like cocaine and everything else. Sometimes the prescription medica- medication that we take has side effects which might make us feel a certain way. I know for some mothers and uh, women, when they take things like contraceptives, it causes them to feel a certain way. Yeah, that's what drugs can do. And that's why I say we can't always over-spiritualize this and say, you are depressed because you're not reading your Bible. You're depressed because you do not love God. Sometimes we need to just go to the root and look up the the cause and say okay maybe this is this might be the cause so that we can deal with it in a better way another cause of depression can be stress we meet stress in our daily lives every one of us has a certain level of stress in their life um we meet stress at work we meet stress in the family we meet stress everywhere we go where there are people we meet stress and there is good stress, which makes us motivated. There is good stress, which keeps us on our toes, which makes us alert and present. But then there's bad stress, which makes us feel overwhelmed. And there's bad stress, which makes us feel like we do not have things under control. So it's important that every time we, we aspire to find a balance. So as we have mentioned, this... Possible causes, we've also defined depression and mentioned its symptoms. There's this thing that a lot of us do not know about depression. It it is that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, at a certain point in his life, he met depression. And this is something that even the prophet Isaiah if you read from isaiah chapter 53 from verses 3 to 4 he saw it he saw the state that jesus was in and he even wrote about it um i'm gonna just quote from the scripture it says he was despised and rejected by mankind a man of suffering and familiar with pain like one from whom people hide their faces he was despised and we held him in low esteem here we are talking about the Son of God. A man who is not only a man but God himself. He went through rejection. He went through dejection. He went through grief. He went through being held in low esteem. He went through it all. And this man is our Savior. He understood and he can empathize with us when we feel depressed this is the man jesus christ so i want you to understand that depression is not something that is new um there's this thing that um my people like talking of talk like this they like saying i'm gonna speak a bit a bit of baby here they say depression which means that depression is something that has just begun recently it is not something that just begun recently. Even Jesus Christ went through depression. And um, it's something that we shouldn't just demonize and think that if people go through depression, then we should, they are probably not walking right with God or it's their fault. Like we said, it can happen because of a brain chemistry imbalance, even poor nutrition. You know, we know we live in South Africa where things like poverty are still real, where things like um venereal diseases such as HIV and AIDS are still real, where things like um abuse, things like losing people who are dear to us, it is real. We're living through a pandemic. Things like grief, you know, they they really cause depression in on in most of us. So let us stop this thing where we just say depression is something that is that is um. That it stems from us not walking right with God, it can happen to any of us, so we should really empathize with each other, as even Jesus empathized with us as he knows exactly what we what we went through so from this we know we we, we can tell that jesus he dealt with depression, he dealt with grief, he even dealt with anxiety, he went through it all um if you remember. The Garden of Gethsemane. I, I I've said this before. Jesus, he even at a certain point asked God, and said, "God, if you, if it were possible, please take away this this cup of suffering." And at that point, he was sweating blood. Imagine being so mentally overwhelmed, being so depressed that even when you sweat. You sweat blood, like blood was dripping from his pores. Can you imagine just how mentally stressed you have to be for that to happen? So it's something that we really need not to feel isolated about. Because even our Lord and Savior, he went through depression and he understands the, 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 the feeling of just going through that type of thing. So... That's something that we always have to remember, and it's so good that we have the Bible, that many people call the manual of life, and this Bible speaks about dep- depression so much, and has ways in which it helps. It teaches us to deal with these feelings of loneliness, these feelings of changes, and this feeling of um of stress when they come into our lives. What should we do about them? So, I am going to mention a few scriptures which we can we can have them as memory verses each each and every time when we um we are confronted by depression, anxiety, and things like grief. Let us always remember these verses. The first one comes from Philippians chapter four, verse six, which says, "Do not be anxious or worried about anything but in everything." In every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make your request known to God. And then there's 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. It says, casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, and all your concerns once and for all on him, for he watches over you very carefully. I love that one so much. And then there's Matthew chapter 6, verse 31, which says, And who of you, by worrying, can add one hour to the length of his life? Worry doesn't solve problems. Wow, it doesn't solve problems at all. It actually makes them worse. This was Jesus when he was talking to his disciples. He asked them this rhetorical question and said, Who can extend their life by worrying about it? I'm sure no one even answered him. And then the Psalm chapter ninety-four, verse nineteen. Um David says, When my anxious thoughts multiply within me, your comforts delight me. I love this one so much. He he was confronted with so much anxiety, but he says, Even when this anxiety multiplies within me, Lord, your comforts they delight me. So The word of God is something that we should really tight on. We should really feed on. Because it has a lot of scriptures and references. Which can help us deal with depression when it comes to us. And even when it affects those close to us. There is nothing as painful as having someone you love go through depression. You do not know whether to pray for them. You do not know whether to just listen to them. You do not know whether to just you don't know you don't know what you should do but i believe that the word of god is has always has the solution to whatever that we meet and to anyone who is listening to this and might be going through depression i want you to know that you are not alone jesus understands what you're going through and i want to encourage you with this uh few tips that you can use just to just to just to come to terms with with your with your with your current condition and all of this are from the bible and i'm going to mention others that you can uh, apply which will really help you as they have helped me as well the first thing that i want to mention is from second psalm 1, chapter 22 verse 7 which is basically just saying cry to the lord um if you read from second psalm 1, chapter 22 verse 7 it says in my distress I called upon the Lord, and from his temple he heard my voice. My cry for help came into his ears. You know, when you cry to the Lord and say, Lord, here I am, I am sinking. Here I am, I'm not coping. God is able to hear your cries from his temple. He is able to hear your cry. You know, sometimes we think that God is so far away. We think that God he is disinterested in us. Some people actually say, how can a God who is so complex and so big worry about so at someone who is so insignificant about me? God does not think that you're insignificant. Let's get that one out of the way. God thinks you are to die for and God is so much concerned about what goes on in your life. So if you're feeling depressed, the first thing that I can advise you to do is that cry unto the Lord. Don't cry unto social media. Don't cry unto strangers. Cry unto the Lord. Cry unto your Heavenly Father. That's the first thing I can tell tell, tell you about. The second thing that I'm going to advise you to do is basically as simple as talking to someone. Talk to someone that you trust. Talk to someone that you know will hold what you tell them in confidence and talk to someone who you know that will not judge you or make you feel bad for feeling the way you are feeling. And the best person to talk to can be a pastor. It can also be a professional therapist. It can be a professional psychiatrist. It can be a professional psychologist. Make sure that you talk to someone. Do not suffer in silence. Um, The book of James chapter 5 verse 16 it says, therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. This talks about sins, but just, you do not necessarily have to talk about your sins. You can talk about anything that you're going through, which you feel that it is it is weighing you down. Talk to someone. Do not suffer in silence. How many people have we buried who chose to suffer in silence who when they were going through emotional stuff they just held it to themselves and today we are we are thinking about them in past tense because they have left us so make sure that you talk to someone another thing that you can do and apply in your life you can start leaving and thinking more positively we know that the two types of people in this world there are are pessimists and there are people who are positive, Are people who are uh who who just um have a positive outlook on life. So I can encourage you to ask God to help you with this one just to have a more positive outlook on your world on on, on the world and everything around you. You know, um actions speak louder than words, obviously you don't being positive doesn't mean just speaking positively. Be positive even in your approach. If it means that you have to wake up in the morning every day, look in the mirror and, and you know, confess positive affirmish affirmations to yourself. Do that if it means that you have to wake up in, in the morning every day. Look yourself in the mirror and comb your hair, uh, apply lotion to your face, and put on lipstick if you're a girl. Or put on, you know, Vaseline if you're a guy and just look good, you know. It's the little things that, you know, make up the huge, the huge healing. So make sure that you practice this, this type of things every day. Another thing that you can apply in your life is to develop friendship with God. You know, there's this song which I always love to quote, which I love so much, which says what a friend we have in Jesus all our sins and griefs to bear. We have a friend in Jesus. We have someone who is so interested in our lives. He is interested. And he won't tell your business to anyone else. You can confide in him. Just tell tell God what you're going through. And he will understand. He will not judge you. But he will love you. That's another thing that I want you to always remember. That God is interested. And he will love you. And he will un- will. He will heal you of all that you are going through. So, basically, I just want to encourage you, if you're going through something like depression in your life, you are not alone. And I want you to know that there is help out there. There is hope. There is a tomorrow. I know depression makes you feel like everything is going wrong right now and it won't get any better anytime soon. But I want to encourage you and tell you that there is tomorrow. And I want to encourage you that there are many professional people out there who are well equipped to help you go through what you're going through. Sometimes it will mean that they have to put you on certain antidepressants. Sometimes it means that you have to go through certain therapy sessions. Go through whatever you have to go through as long as you will come out of the other side healed and i want to tell you even today that there is healing in jesus you know when jesus was crucified they they put a a, a a crown of thorns on his head meaning that he endured pain on his head physically and we know that the weight of the cross is something that he endured emotionally and mentally because of of its significance it was a, it was a big deal and the stress was so much in his life. So he he bore the pain. He bore the suffering. So that we might live in healing. So do not allow yourself to feel that you, you are meant to suffer. Because Jesus went through the suffering. So that you might live in freedom. So that you might live in healing. So today allow me just to pray for you. And to encourage you that do not suffer in silence. Talk to someone. Even if you feel that they do not understand. Talk to someone else. Talk to a professional. Do not suffer in silence. God is re- ready and willing to help you. And God loves you. I love you. We love you. And I will never love you as much as God loves you. So allow me today today, just to pray for you. And say. And I just want you to repeat these words after me. As... We will be praying. I want you just to thank God for the healing that is about to happen in your life. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this encouraging word that you've spoken to my life with as we are talking about mental health, as we are talking about depression. Father, I pray you know what I'm going through. You know the weight of expectations upon my life. You know the weight of stress upon my life. I pray that help me keep afloat. I pray that you help calm the storms that are in my life. I pray, Lord, that you help me. Sometimes I struggle to sleep. Sometimes I struggle to eat. Sometimes I struggle just to face a brand new day. Sometimes I struggle just to even smile. Sometimes I struggle just to even keep the tears from falling down my eyes. Father, I pray that be my healer. I pray for a better tomorrow. I pray, Lord, that as your word says, that joy comes in the morning. I pray, Lord, that may joy come, my heavenly Father, for me at the break of dawn. I pray that help me to experience life in the way that you have planned and created me to experience life. I pray, Lord, that help me And help me to open up to someone that I trust and help me to always converse with you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. May God bless you and thank you so much for listening. I hope that this message will help you wherever you are. Make sure that you share it with your friend. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, do follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at let After God. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for let After God with Blessing Machine Learning. Do leave us a like. We always look forward to hearing your testimonies and reviews. Be blessed and catch you next time.